I've read through your statement and it seems like part of your argument at least seems to hinge on this non-compliance of South Africans with the system. Why are you so confident that South Africans are opposing this? Well, they have already opposed it. Uh, for a user-pay system to work, you need all users to pay. Um, and that the, the maximum they could muster, uh, in fact, you could probably get away with 90%. Our research shows around the world when you hit 80% compliance on these systems, they start to fail because... The 80% get a bit angry at the fact that 20% are getting away with it, and it starts to spiral downwards. And these systems work only, and and in London and Singapore, they work only when there's a a willingness and a a compliance from the citizens to participate in something they believe is right and just and is going to address the concerns of congestion and so forth. Well, that hasn't happened in this case. And all along, for the last five years, this matter has been fought. To the extent that uh, 35% compliance was the maximum they achieved this time last year, and it's now down to 20%. We don't believe that throwing carrots of, of, of false discounts, and they're very false, are not real, is going to do the trick at all. So the system will continue to fail. They've gone on a heavy advertising campaign, has Sanral on this, to, to advance the yeah. argument to the public that it is cheaper, they are going to benefit from discounts, and the big argument here, Wayne, is that this is better for mm. our roads. Well, we're not saying we don't need roads. I mean, we've always said we want to pay for these roads. We we know infrastructure doesn't fall out of the sky. Society has to pay for it somehow. We've offered them what there is existing policy on the fuel levy. Now, the sad thing is that had they applied a 10-cent fuel levy increase back in 2007 and 8 when the roads were being constructed, they would have already paid for the roads. Here we sit in 2015, uh, and, and government is still trying to fight and enforce a system in place which is not going to work. They say they've reduced the rate, but they haven't. The ETOL rate is still 30 cents. They haven't reduced that. All they've done is taken away the standard tariff, which nobody was paying anyway. And by Sandwell's own adverts, uh, that lowering of the cap from 450 to 225 only applies to 7% of the the motorists. And that's in Sandwell's adverts, not our plan, it's their plan. So quite frankly, it's a bit of a farce. It's it's not going to go anywhere. And, uh, you know, we'll be sitting here in another year's time. Remember, 18 months ago, they were threatening to arrest and, 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 and criminalize people from unpayment. They couldn't do it. Nothing's happened. The next big change is they're going to withhold driver's license, not driver's license, vehicle license. Well, you're just going to force people to drive without uh, licenses. Um, that's the unintended consequence of this ludicrous plan that you quote a lot of numbers in this way, and I mean, you say the scheme has less than 20% compliance. It needs yes. 90% at least for it to yes. be workable. I mean, where do yes. some of these figures come from? And, you know, as a, as a member of the public listening to, to this, I mean, how reliable are mm. these figures? Well, let me tell you how reliable they are. First of all, we've done research on tolling systems like this around the world. The, the Portuguese system, the most recent one launched now, is failing at, at, 89, at, 80, at, at 79% compliance. It cannot raise. It's too expensive to chase 20% that aren't paying, and the system is not raising the funds it needs. So that's just one element. And you must understand that when you introduce a user-pay system, you can't have some users paying and the others not. You certainly can't have half and half. Because the people, the half the people are paying get, get a little bit angry with the fact that the other half aren't. So you've got to launch these systems at, at a very, very high level of compliance. Sanrov themselves in the court papers in 2012 said that they would achieve 93% compliance. That's what they put down there. They didn't even get to 45%. Now, the 45% compliance that we speak about, and we, and we did research counting tags on the roads throughout the beginning of last year, because remember... This time last year, Sano was claiming a million tags on the roads, and, that, and our research said none, no, that wasn't the case. 
Then the DA asked the questions in Parliament, and I think the Freedom Front as well. And we got the facts, and we were within 1% of our research. So, we, we, you know, we, we know what we're doing, and we know that the scheme is going to fail. They're not going to get uh, to 50% compliance with the new desperate uh, dispensation. Wayne, before we let you go, very briefly, I mean, we, we yeah. talk about Outer being a part of a civil disobedience campaign. Are yes. you still telling people not to pay their e-tolls? We're telling people to exercise their own moral courage and to do what they've been doing all along. They need to feel justified in what they're doing. They need to, if they come from a premise that e-tolling was introduced against the constitutional uh, 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 laws of our country, which means SANO has to conduct meaningful consultation, uh, and all the stuff that we put in our court test, the minister didn't consider the costs of e-tolling at the time, the fuel levy and so forth, then you are justified. The fact that the road construction cost, there was collusion. Sanwar hasn't got that money back from the collusive construction companies. Now we have an odious debt we've calculated at 7 billion rand, nearly 65% higher than what it should have. Mm. All of these factors point to the fact that society has every right to define an unjust system. On that basis, you, you should do what you believe is the right thing to do. And that's what 2 million motorists on these roads are doing right now. They're driving in those gantries and saying to Samuel, come and fetch the money if you can, because we refuse to participate in an unjust scheme. Wayne Duvenage, thanks for joining us. Artist chairperson, obey your conscience or obey the law. Is that the choice today?